Hi friends, welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the network of growth and transformation presents SOS for Leaders, where your host, Taiwana Wilson, will be sharing leadership and personal growth strategies. Let's jump right in. Welcome to SOS for Leaders. I am your leadership mentor and host, Taiwana Wilson. For those of you tuning in for the first time, SOS for Leaders is a podcast that give you bite-sized practical leadership strategies that you can use in both your personal and professional life. Let's jump right into today's episode. We are going to be talking about youth mentorship and being a youth mentor. Our young people today are facing an enormous amount of challenges as they are growing up. When I think about when I grew up in the 80s, it's so much different, not better, not worse, just different than it is growing up in a world today. The world today is complicated. Our youth are faced with countless decisions daily and social media does add pressure that like I said, I never had. And I, and I know some of the kids that I work with, their parents never had either. Now more than ever, kids need mentors to guide them towards success. And this is an important responsibility, but don't let that overwhelm you though, but it is an incredibly important responsibility. Kids are fun to work with. They're great to work with. But you just have to remember some key points when you are working with our next generation of leaders. Building trust. Kids don't just give out their trust easily. And this is especially true if they've been burned before. So the only way you're ever going to gain a young person's trust is to start by being open and honest about who you are and what you're trying to do. And if you couple this with a healthy dose of respect, you will eventually win a trust. You just got to give it some time. So if you are thinking about mentoring a young person, know that it takes time to build that trust and it may come fast with some youth. It may not come fast with some youth. It, it all depends, but just know that building trust is important. You have to be able to dig deep. Kids aren't always good at enunciating what they need or what they want. And you have to be able to dig deep to know what's going on uh, with them. And the only way you'll be able to do this is that you got to get to know them. You got to take the time to build that relationship. And this will help you sort out some realistic and unrealistic mentoring goals or mentoring relationship is digging deep and finding out more about them. Now, more than ever, our youth are more into technology and texting and sending out messages via email or social media. And so it's even more complicated and communicating verbally with today's youth. So digging deep and really having those conversations uh, to understand what it is that they need. Now, even though you got to dig deep, you still got to have some fun. So don't forget the mentoring relationship is not always about, especially when you're working with our youth, just 
teaching, teaching, coaching, guiding. It's you got to have some fun. A mentoring relationship with a youth or with a teen doesn't look the same as if you were mentoring an adult. Kids get enough of that at school. And so they are looking for you to do some fun stuff. You can still have those teaching principles, but make it fun, make it interactive, make it relatable. Use entertaining activities to get your point across. So, you know, budgeting activities, you want to have a nice car and you want to have the best clothes. This is what this stuff is going to cost. You know, have some of those and, and you will find out that some of our youth, they, they didn't even, don't even understand, you know, some of those things until you put it into a way that makes it practical for them. Make sure that you make them part of the process. So for optimal success, when you're mentoring a youth or young person, make them part of the process, include them in a decision making process. So talk about what you want to do next, look for ideas and encourage them to offer their insights. And when you include them in the process, you know, allow them to take some responsibility. I have a youth that I mentor and coach. She's actually a coaching client of mine. And I have her to schedule her sessions with me on an electronic calendar. You have the scheduling link. You need to schedule your your appointments, your sessions. You know that we meet this time a month. So on these weekends, you know, you have to take that responsibility. So make them part of the process, make them, you know, feel good about being a part of the process. Don't be too pushy, though. You know, as I stated before, it does take some time to have a good relationship, but never try to pry information because some kids are a little quieter than others. So don't try to pry out information of the young person, even if you know that they might be something that's bothering them, let them be the ones to bring it up and, and be able to talk about it. They'll eventually get to the heart of the problem, especially if that relationship is there, that trust is there. Being a good listener, being a good listener is key, whether you're working with our youth or working with anybody, quite frankly, but being a good listener, being a listener, you will go a lot further by listening than you ever have by talking. So asking those open ended questions and then sit back and let them talk. And it's, it's so fun when I'm working with the youth and I, you know, ask them open ended questions. And sometimes when they do start talking, it's like, wow, I did, didn't even know that that's what you would say or that's what you were thinking. But, you know, being a listener and asking those open ended questions is important and keeping it upbeat. The youth, when you're mentoring youth, they feed off of your energy. So speak positivity. Don't let their frustration become your frustration. So make sure you keep things in a positive direction and make sure you keep it fun and upbeat. If you're having a bad day, don't bring that to them, that energy, because that's what they will pick up on. And don't be afraid to change the narrative. So kids are great at venting when something is bothering them. And, and some kids, some kids will hold it in. 
But they can also get to where they are so focused heavily on the negative aspects of the situation. So it's up to you to, to bring their attention around to solution oriented thinking. As mentors, it's up to us to be able to drive our kids to solutions. And this keeps them from dwelling on negativity and pushes them forward to look for the positive next step. So our young people need mentors just like you to work with them, to help them, to guide them, to be able to help them in their next step. So that building trust and digging deep, especially when they're not communicating, but not being so pushy either. Being a great listener, changing the narrative, if there is some negativity, changing the narrative in a positive direction, keeping it upbeat and light and fun. That's why people are youth love their mentors because they keep it fun and upbeat, but yet they're still learning. So those are some things to think about and never forget when you're working with our youth. But you might be thinking, OK, but do I have what it takes to be a youth mentor? You love kids. You always find yourself drawn to situations where you can teach them things or maybe you used to babysit when you were younger or you spent hours showing kids how to create something inter- interesting. And so you're thinking, you know, do I have what it takes to be a good youth mentor? Well, when you have a genuine desire to give others that help, that guidance, and you find yourself drawn to working with children, becoming a youth mentor may seem like the logical next step. What's more is youth mentors that are needed in every walk of life. You will find a need for volunteers just about anywhere there are children. So they're needed in schools and youth centers and our churches and in more formal organizations such as the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, 4-H, and there's many others to name a few. But here are some things to think about. If you have these traits or qualities in yourself to to say if you yourself think you would be a good mentor, you're a decision maker. That's one good trait uh, that you should have as a youth mentor. So if you are the sort of person who already weighs the pros and cons of every situation and carefully think about your decisions, you're someone who would probably make a good mentor. Ask yourself if you can guide the children or the teens or the youth that you're working with through the decision making process and help them find a better decision. One of the things that our youth really, really need today is that decision making, needing help with making positive decisions and decisions that are good versus those that may not be uh, as good for their life. So helping them with that decision making process, that critical thinking, that strategy. So that's one trait. If you have that, you're probably going to be a good mentor. If you love to learn, your enthusiasm for trying new things is something that every child needs to experience. Your excitement needs to be contagious and every new project should be as seen as a new adventure. So when you're working with kids, it should be a new adventure. You should be excited about it and 
if kids that work with you see that, then they know that, you know, learning is fun, that enthusiasm is contagious. So if you know that that you have that trait, then, you know, you're probably set up to be a good mentor. You know how to adult. Yes, I said, you know how to adult. Many kids in youth mentoring situations, unfortunately, are lacking basic life skills. They don't always get the teaching at home and what they need to understand about how life works, how money works, how building good relationships work, how communicating effectively works. And you must be able to answer these questions, any question, be able to think on your feet and share in life skills that you have that will help them go out into the world when the time comes with a full body of knowledge and experience to carry them through. So being able to help them with those basic life skills is important. You have integrity. You got to have integrity. So if that's something that you have, no matter what, kids are always watching. You know, they're always watching what you do. It's not what you say. It is what you do. So when it comes to things like core values, they will adopt the behaviors of those who are around them, especially those who are in authority positions. So if you know if you're known for doing the right thing, you are someone kids ought to know. Of course, that doesn't mean you got to be perfect because nobody's perfect. And it's okay to have messed up in the past as long as you have turned your life around and it's what you're doing now that really counts. So that having that integrity, if you're going to be a youth mentor and work with our youth and you respect others, you know, how is it when you, when it comes to compassion, do you have appreciation for how unique that other people are and and that we are all beautiful in our own right. Are you open-minded? And so if you have some of these traits on the inside of you, then you probably will make a youth mentor, a great youth mentor. So being a decision maker, you have that yearn to learn and want to keep growing. You know how to adult so that you can help our youth with basic life skills. You have integrity and you are somebody that respects others. So I know that that was a lot for today, but if you are working with our youth or have that desire to work with our youth, because it's so needed, it is so needed to have more mentors, more trainers, more teachers, more coaches that are working with our young people because things are so, so different and challenging uh, for them. The amount of pressure that they have to go through today is much different than it was 20 years ago. and definitely 30, 40, 50 years ago. And so do you have those traits to be a good youth mentor? And if you do, and you're working with our kids, remember that are are some tips that will help you in your mentoring relationship with kids. I hope you were able to get something out of this podcast today. Drop me a line and let me know if you're in the youth mentorship space, if you're working with our young people, what are some of the things that you're doing that's working well, some of the challenges that you might have encountered that our kids are going through, and how can the rest of us in the community 
help and support you in your endeavors as you're working with the youth that's in your particular community. Because it could be somebody listening to this podcast, just reading through the comments, that's looking for somebody just like you to work with the youth in their school, in their community group. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. And until next time, have an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of SOS for Leaders, where Taiwana shared nuggets of wisdom that you can use to win in life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and connect on LinkedIn. And remember, the secrets of success in your life resides inside of you. When you know what your strengths are, you can utilize them to live an impactful and influential life.